Well, hello, friends. Welcome back to Loving Marriage. It's good to be with you again. Yeah, we've uh, taken some time off, just a week, but yep. we just needed to kind of slow down and reassess what we were doing. Mm -hmm. um, it's been four months. Yeah, since we started. We launched our first vlog in April, and we've done 15 different videos. And we just got to a place where we were like, do we want to do something different? Is this really working? Yeah, so, well, I think we started to feel yeah. a little bit of resistance. Things weren't really as smooth or clear as we wanted them to be. And yeah, so we just decided to take a good look at what we're doing and what what feels like it's working, what doesn't feels like what feels like it's not working. Yeah, if you've gone back and if you've watched all of our videos, you've noticed that a lot of them are different. They have, we just were trying lots of different stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, we've never done anything like this. We've talked to lots of different you know, vloggers who do lifestyle vlogs. We've, talked, we've mm -hmm. watched lots of different people that do marriage videos online. Just trying to figure out the best way to present just, you know, the things we want to share. And there's lots of different ways to do it. Yeah. Lots of different styles. And we were just trying to figure out the one that felt right for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that we decided that this is probably going to be the best way. I think way. we're going to stick with this for <laughs> this format because we feel like we this is the best way for us to really connect and just have a good conversation about some good content. I mean, I'm all for trying to channel my inner Steven Spielberg, but <laughs> I don't have the production value budget that Steven Spielberg has, so hang on, we have a child coming downstairs. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, come on in. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'll leave. I, I actually gotta go anyway, so. All right, oh, okay. see you, man. You cut that out. <laughs> oh, or maybe not. Bye, honey, love you. But it does take a ton of time to make yeah. videos that are, you know, more dynamic and lots of cuts and music and everything like that. And it's mm -hmm. super fun, but I do have a full-time job. Right. <laughs> Plus, there is an element of performance that yeah. comes with that. And we didn't really love that. We just want to be able to be real. And this seems to be a better fit for yeah. us. I mean, we definitely weren't acting, but... You feel like you have to be on or whatever. Right. It's just different. We have to make it look exciting. <laughs> so we'd rather just invite you into our kitchen yep. and just visit with you and each other and just talk about things that matter to us, about relationships, about marriage, family. Mm -hmm. And this format seems to be the best. I mean, if you're coming to our videos to see footage of us driving around or going on vacation or doing <laughs> stuff like that, then we're going to disappoint you. Yeah. But if you want to just hang out and talk with us and learn and just try and get some ideas on how to make things better in your family and your marriage, mm -hmm. then I think we can help you yep. with that. Yep. So as we were going through this vlog process of reevaluating where we were and where we wanted to be, we realized that there are a lot of similarities between that and how we do things in our marriage. Now, it wasn't always that way. I think early on, we our patterns were just to keep doing what we were doing and have irritation and frustration, but just carry on. And there's definitely a place for that. But when you find that there are repeated patterns of difficult things that keep surfacing, that's, that can be a signal to you that this is something worth talking about. Right. Yeah, we ran into that. I mean, that's what exactly what happened with the vlog. We just kept, we would make a vlog, we would go through the process, and then we both would be kind of tired afterwards and not feeling super inspired. Mm -hmm. 
and just wondering, is there a better way? Should we do something different? So we've learned enough in our marriage over the years to, to pay attention to those signals, to listen to that. And, and to when not, it just doesn't feel right. right. And not just keep going forward. Mm-hmm. And so we, we stopped. We took, gave ourselves permission to take a week off. And we just visited together and just thought a lot about and talked a lot about what we wanted. And you can do that in your marriage too. You can do that anytime in your marriage. You can just pause and stop and circle back and reevaluate mm-hmm. together or even individually. Yeah. So here's a little tip about that. Uh, a J- Dr. John Gottman tip that 80% of the time, is that right? Yeah. The, the issues will be brought up by the woman. Yep, it's true. In the marriage. Yeah, and I used to think that there was something wrong with me that I wasn't thinking of all the things to improve in the relationship. And I used to think that something was wrong with him because he wasn't thinking of things, and that wasn't fair to either of us. And I've talked to so many guys over 20 years as a marriage therapist, I've talked to so many guys that feel the same way, that, or even wives that feel resentful and frustrated, or even feel guilty or, or something's like wrong with them that they're mm-hmm. noticing everything. Mm-hmm. Am I just too high maintenance? Am I too picky? Yeah. And some guys are like, am I just a doofus and don't notice anything? Yeah. But Gottman says that those are really brain and body differences between men and women. That mm-hmm. women tend to think in networks, t- women tend to think more globally, and tend to put a lot of connections together. And so they're going to notice when things aren't fitting. Mm-hmm. In where, the relationship. Where men tend to be much more linear, and we become yeah. more single-minded, task-focused, and so we miss more things. So 80% of the time, women are going to bring things up. Right. Yeah. And it's okay. It's totally okay. Um, and we have learned through some, some very hard experiences... Yeah. How not to bring things up because they just cause, they cause hurt and, and frustration and they, yeah. they, you know, they pull us apart instead of helping us come together. Yeah. So what would you say those are like the things that didn't work? Oh, the things that didn't work are definitely, um, well, let's start here. If, if I am the one that's noticing that there's something off in our, if in our connection, then it doesn't serve me or Jeff for me to believe that it's because something's wrong with him, to blame him for that problem because he's doing something wrong. Uh, So to come at the conversation in a blaming way is so not helpful, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right, (laughs) yep. Um, That doesn't go anywhere. With a belief that your partner's defective. Right, that if they would just get it right, then it would work well. Because it's not like that. No. Uh, so as that's as if they're one. supposed to see everything you see. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or have your way of doing things yeah. and understanding the relationship. Exactly. So, yeah, blame for sure. Um, also, not bringing things up that are a, a repeated pattern can have a tendency to come out sideways. And that's not helpful either. So, if you're frustrated with your partner because you're not. Uh, getting what you need in one form, it might be easy just to nag them in another way or make snide remarks or subtle digs at other times because there's an underlying problem that needs to be addressed. Right, or just be passive aggressive, you know, like not fold their socks. (laughs) Burn. I have totally done that. We've come a long way. I actually wasn't remembering that you've oh. done that, but that's funny because now that you say that, I do that's remember that. That's why you that. would think of that. Yeah, she she one time folded some laundry and left all of my stuff unfolded. And I was all, huh, I think there's a message here. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. Trying to get a message across without having to get the message across. <laughs> anyway. Yep. So when, when you're noticing some repeated patterns of resentment and frustration, then that's an opportunity for you just to slow down and recognize that you have a problem with something that's going on. And that's okay. It's important to be able to recognize it. Because once you do, you can come to your spouse and be able to say to them in a non-blaming, non-shaming, non-I'm-better-than-you kind of way, I have a problem with the way things are going. Can we work together so that I can get what I need here and you can also get what you need? And if your partner's willing to work with you on that, mm -hmm. um, that's like the gold standard, of course. You bring mm -hmm. something up, you know, the other person's open to it, and together you guys figure out a better way to do things. That doesn't yeah. always happen though. No. Sometimes the other person either doesn't see it, maybe they're defensive, they don't get it, they might feel threatened by it, mm -hmm. or they just are distracted or, you know, there's all kinds of reasons that the connection may not happen there and things may not change. Even after repeated attempts right. to discuss it. Right, but you can still do something about it. Yeah. And that happened to us. Um, there, there was a, you know, in the beginning of our relationship, there were lots of times where, um, you know, Jody would be in the same room as me and I'd be reading a book or on my computer and, um, you know, just working on something and she'd be sitting by me wanting to talk or wanting to connect. And for me, what was working for me was, oh, this is perfect. I get to do my stuff and have my partner in the same room as me. So I was feeling totally fulfilled, totally connected. Yeah. But I had a really low standard for what connection was for me. Like I, I recognize now that I was missing out on a chance to, to actually be more connected to my wife. But at the time, it, was, it seemed fine to me. But it was not working for Jody. And I would sit, I would hang out and kind of wait for Jeff to come up for air a little bit or make a few bids for connection yeah. and not get a response and then end up just feeling really frustrated that I felt so distant from him over that scenario being repeated over and over. And you would ask me, well, you, like you would, you would bring it up like, hey, are you done? Can we talk? Whatever. And I wasn't putting it together that, that I was basically ignoring her or that I, we weren't really connecting because I felt connected. Yeah. So she took matters into her own hands, which is, which is what my point is, is that you can, you can still make a change because you're in a system and you're tied together. And if one piece of it moves, the other piece will be affected by it. Yeah. And so you don't need to just keep, you know, begging, criticizing, nagging, being passive aggressive. Mm -hmm. So she just decided, you know what? Instead of sitting here waiting with a bunch of resentment that Jeff is gonna like somehow see me or care about this, which he clearly can't for whatever reason, I'm just gonna take care of my own thing. So she would leave and go get busy working on something else and what's interesting is after a little while, I started to notice that my little perfect setup <laughs> just got moved, right? Now, wait a minute. This isn't and so so lovely for me anymore. So I was lonely, right? All of a sudden, like my, my wife wasn't just in the room, just mm -hmm. kind of present anymore. So that was, it was pretty funny um, to realize, wait a second. And so that got through a lot louder just by her taking action and owning her own need. And so I would go find her wherever she was. And sometimes she would stop what she was doing and we would talk and sometimes she'd keep going and I would have to decide, do I want to ask to be close to her or not? Mm -hmm. And so we kind of figured that dance out and yeah. um, 
but so so again just in review ideally you bring it to your partner they hear you you figure out what's not working you move on that's what we did with the vlog and that's working great yeah. right um but sometimes the partner is not going to hear it or understand it or connect to it but you can still do something different and you yeah. don't have to be a jerk about it no once i just took matters into my own hands and started working on my own stuff then I felt a whole lot less resentful. Yeah, it goes away. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then we were able to kind of, in some ways, recognize um, both sides of what was happening. Yeah. Right, she, she knew the, the freedom of being able just to take care of your stuff, mm -hmm. which I was enjoying, and I was able to recognize what it feels like to have your partner um, just distracted or not totally present. And she mm -hmm. wasn't doing that to punish me, no. It was just taking care of her own need, but it allowed us to really balance things out. And so we do things differently now. Mm -hmm. um, if one of us is going to, now, if one of us is going to work on something um, and the other one's home, then we'll just check in and say, hey, I'm going to be on the computer for a little bit, or you need anything, or hey, come sit by me, or, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, or maybe that won't work, or we'll just say, hey, let's both work on something for the next 30 minutes. Let's just check back in. So there's just a lot more awareness now. It works a lot better now. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't have happened had you know Jody not recognized that wasn't working because I think I could have gone on forever like that. Right, it's working really well for you. And I'm really glad that she did do something about it because this is a much better arrangement mm -hmm. and has built a better connection for us. Absolutely. So you can begin with noticing these types of things in your marriage. First of all, notice how you feel when something happens that doesn't feel like it's working and how often that happens and if it's related to similar circumstances. So an awareness is gonna be your best friend there. Because you probably are already noticing things. We just do, we take stuff in all the time. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to like make something up. No, just pay just attention. Tune in. Yeah, just notice. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes just setting your intention to notice can, can start to bring things up. So you may recognize a pattern that feels really familiar and just be like, wait a second, that's not working very well. Or I've never right. really liked that. Right. And, uh, and then the next thing would be to bring it to your partner. Ideally, uh, bring it to your partner and just say, hey, this, you know, can we talk about this? This really isn't working. Can we do something different? Yeah. And if they're not open to it or it's not going anywhere, don't stop. Well, right, that's right. But bef before we move on, okay. I wanna say bring it to your partner in a way that expresses to them where you're at. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that can be pretty vulnerable, but that can go a long way toward building a better connection between the two of you. So if you can be honest and, and say to them, I've been feeling really lonely. When yeah. this happens, it's, it's really hard for me because of thus and such. I love that. Yeah, I'm glad you stopped me. Because the more vulnerable you can get, the better, if you can take the risk. Because it's a lot different than coming to your partner and saying something like, you know, I don't like when you do this. Mm -hmm. Own what it's like for you. Yeah. And they might hear you better. Yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. And so if, if that doesn't go well then, yes. do you want to move on? Okay. If it doesn't go well, then just like we talked about the example from our own marriage, you can still figure out for you what's not working mm -hmm. and make an adjustment. And again, you don't have to do it in a way that's passive aggressive or, mm -hmm. or that's aggressive. You can just make the shift and notice if the resentment or the frustration goes away. And it may not be ideal, right? It may not be mm -hmm. the dream of what you wanted, but um, I promise you it's a lot better than having a resentful spouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So 
So start there. Yeah, give that a try. Mm -hmm. And if you want, you're welcome to comment below. Yeah, we'd love to hear your experience and how that's going. Yeah, let us know what kinds of things you've noticed and what you've mm -hmm. done to change. So please know, just like with anything, if it's not working, that's fine. That's just life and you can make adjustments and change. Marriage is no different. And you've got two people trying to figure things out and doing things in totally different ways. And that's going to come up all the time. And you know, after 23 years of marriage for us, we're still fine tuning. Yeah. Even though we know each other really well, there's little things that come up and mm -hmm. you know, there's just life is, is going on with health issues and kids mm -hmm. and people are growing up and changes are happening. So there's always things yeah. to talk about always adjustments to be made. So mm -hmm. don't be afraid to do it. So if you feel that this has been helpful, please subscribe and share these videos with anybody that you think might be helped by them too. Yep. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Yep. Bye-bye.